there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Busy hour. Still to come here. Follow the money. VSIN, the sports betting network. We'll recap last night's betting action with win lose coming up in 15 minutes. More Masters selections with uh, VSIN's very own Wes Reynolds in 30 minutes at that point. We'll tell you what we're betting in pocket today a little bit later on. Uh, before we get into tonight's NBA card, I will run this down. You said earlier, you made a comment, if you're Cuban, what do you want to do with Luca? And I said, I would uh, secretly shop him. Let me run this scenario by you right now. The three teams that have... An they, they, e- could sit, they could sit... My question, but they could sit people and punt on the season, yeah. which are not going anywhere anyways, to keep their pick top 10, and then you have a 3% chance of one Banyama. Okay. okay. So there are three teams with a 14% chance to get the number one overall pick. Detroit, Houston, and San Antonio. Okay. So beyond that, Charlotte, 12, currently 12.5, Portland, 10.5, and the list goes on and on. Well, when the draft lottery is held, I think it's in May, and the team that wins the lottery with the number one overall pick, would you, if you're Mark Cuban, would you make a phone call that night and say, you want Luca? No. Because uh, I want the number one overall pick. That'd be outrageous. And be people need to be drug tested. Why do you say that? You went to the conference finals last year. Wembenyama's going to be a better player. So, oh, uh, that's come why. on. What do you know about his health? Big guys get hurt all the time. Uh, it's a chance, Look at Chet. Chance I'd take. Chance you take? He's I'm gonna, in a conference finals. Yeah. I have a star. I, I get it. Luke is amazing. He's an unbelievable basketball player. I think this dude has a chance to be... Unlike anything, he's got a chance to be Greek freak with a three-pointer. Yeah. Think, think about that for a second. Yeah. And what if, that, also, what, what I, if that turns out? Who says no to that offer? Who says no? Because the, number, the team with the number one overall pick to hear, wait, we can have Luka? You would honestly really have to consider that. No. It's not that far-fetched, Paul. I think that you're... Oh, you need no. to think about it a little bit more. No, I don't. Oh, he, okay. In conference, I, he didn't have much support last year either. Okay. And he, and he carried his team. Now... What you're getting into is interesting about uh, difficult to play with and be around. There's An- something another going, factor, yeah. There's something going on in his personal life, but there's no joy. There's no fun. You know, it goes back to Kyrie and other guys. It's like you're making a fortune. What do you have to be? Why are you miserable? Uh, why are you so unhappy? Now the supporting cast and the roster around them has been a disaster this year, and g- giving away Brunson and other moves they made, and they, the only defensive guys they had, they shipped out to get Kyrie, but no defense, doesn't play a lick of D. Yeah. Horrible. Tra- As one scout told Tim McMahon, the worst transition defensive player I've ever seen. <laughs> ever seen, he said. So, and the other thing. You're really making the case for my side now. The, the crying. You can't sit there another thing. And, and cry about every single call. Every He is crying and yelling at the official on every time he rushes the rack. Can I just say he's not a very likable player? Very talented 
Unbelievable player. Uh, my concerns would be, though, about the big guy getting hurt with the timing with Chet and what's happened to, 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 Od- yeah. to Odin and, and other guys like that as well. I have the sure thing. Now, we just got to clean up the attitude. And I think getting mm. some help, you know, you, you can't come out and defend him and say, well, he's sick of losing. He just went to the conference finals. But, you know, the lack of help and supporting cast is something that would bother him as well. Uh, it, it could be frustrating. Uh, but I want to see how they play this tomorrow. And, and if they sit Luka and Kyrie and just hand that to OKC for the last spot in the playing round, which uh, down the street, OKC was 30-1 to 1 to make the playoffs. So you're cooking with Crisco if you got that uh, as well. But tonight, as all the makings tonight, right, where you got teams that figure to need, they need it against teams that are punting and sitting people, you got a 14-and-a-half, a 12-and-a-half, a, a 13, a 10, a 17-and-a-half, a 9, and an 18 with the point favorites. Lakers up to 9 which I would say no marketing then, from six to nine. Well, wait until that. If that news becomes official, it's only going to continue to climb, right? I think it probably gets, gets into double digits at some point. Would you lay nine if marketing plays? No. Well, look, I mean. Because you also have LeBron is questionable. He is. Because the Lakers, the biggest game of the, forget the Lakers. One of the biggest games of the NBA season is tomorrow with the Lakers and the Clippers. Okay. Kessler out for the year. Yep. Clarkson, Gay out tonight as well. Sexton also questionable. So but even they, but if, they if, just gave the Nets all they could handle and lost by one, and Markinen played well, and this could tie it into the awards. Do you want most improved, too? I don't know. I What's, mean, that's, he's like 4 or $5 to win most improved. They probably don't think about that, which I think you should bet Embiid to win the MVP, by the way, because th- this Joker thing's going to backfire on him, just sitting him every game, and he's questionable tonight. But I would sit Markinen not only tonight, but the rest of the season, if I'm Utah, but we'll see how they play it. I mean, I was really looking forward to this Walker Kessler Anthony Davis matchup tonight because Kessler is the real deal. I mean, you want to talk about a great draft pick to automatically replace Rudy Gobert? What I mean, they trade. hit it out of the park. Oh, what a trade! So, I mean, Anthony, what's he going to do with no Kessler in the middle tonight? Yeah, what and, a run and, he's on with this with the current form that Anthony Davis is in. I mean, I don't, is it? We can probably go 35 and 15 to say, yeah, if he stays out there and plays 35 minutes tonight, those are going to, there you go with the stat line with Anthony Davis. We could get carried away, though. I mean, this, the, the back door could be wide open here. I mean, this gets up to 10. Uh, and then you're thinking about the back to back scenario because how important tomorrow is. Because well, the Lakers, no, I mean, Lakers went out there, the five seat. Think about that. But then again, do you want the five? Because you're looking at the, at Durant and and, uh, and and Joker. Can you imagine all this time we went through year after year after year where we couldn't get Durant against LeBron? They couldn't get on the floor together at the same time, and now we might get him in the first round. Or you can get Durant and, and Curry in the first round. Yep. Uh, but yes, you are right. It's, if I'm the if I'm the Suns, and this is fascinating, that the Suns could actually kind of dictate and determine who they meet. But you want to see the Clippers without Paul George uh, in the first round, but. Uh, but the the run Davis is on, and the runs that the, the run the Lakers are on. So with the Detroit Reeves, Vanderbilt, Schroeder, Russell has been playing well, but LeBron and and this is a scary team when AD plays like that. Great performance in the second half against Minnesota, and uh, a fun card tonight. But I I, I will go bridge jumping. I I don't who who screws this up? Well, I, that's somebody will. Like, I mean, Paul, rest assured, we're talking about a, a big upset tomorrow on the show again. Yeah. We're gonna, we're, we'll get one upset tonight. I can't see Golden State losing either. I don't like how OKC is playing the last week of the season. Okay, so this get, should be over, me. and they're coming off a bad performance against Denver, and they're just a they're completely different team at home. So I think uh, Kerr laid into them Here's after what, what happened against I think you get a big performance out of Golden State. Here's what I want from you right now, then. Yeah. I, I'm not asking for... We're not going to get stupid. I mean, 17 parlay, money line parlay, whatever. One of these games will be super tight, fourth quarter, and it's like, oh my God, they're going to lose the game. Then make it simple here. If you really like this tonight, where you're thinking teams are absolutely going to win these games, give me two teams. Who would screw it up? No, no, no. Two oh, teams oh. who are absolutely winning tonight. Where you think it would be a manageable parlay to pay, play. Would you be Lakers and Warriors? I mean, Lakers, Lakers and Warriors if Markinen doesn't play and LeBron does. You would be like super confident yes. in that two team parlay. Yes. And they're both late games. So it works out for you. Mm. Yeah, because I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you like Toronto fourteen point favorites or Miami twelve point favorites, even though that's a huge game for Miami. 
the I mean the Bucks too. What what how many points can the Bucks score tonight? If they want. If the they, Wizards are sitting everybody. This is Milwaukee trying to lock down the one seed? Please. They could drop 140 without breaking a sweat tonight yeah, if they want. They, they probably could. I mean, the Wizards are playing basically nobody. Beal is out. Um, Porzingis, Porzingis is out. Yep. Kuzma. Yep. Out. Yep. Uh, that, that this could be honestly like depends on how long the Bucks are going to play their starters. This this could be. I'm I'm not joking. This could be 127 90. Yeah. Are we touching four in this Pelican game now? Pelicans at home against the Kings. Open one and a half yes. two. They're taking money now against the Kings. Kings Kings Magic number one to get the division. And uh, again, the Pelicans, one of those teams, bunched up all there with uh, all those teams with 38 losses. And they have a, a tough schedule the rest of the way. So, enormous game. Again, Golden State, Thunder tonight at home, at Sac Friday, and at Portland. Minnesota, huge game. Now they're the favorite in this game. Towns, questionable? Yes, he is. They, is everyone out? They got the flu? Is that vanished now? With the, the, the whole team had the flu against the Lakers? And then I was nauseous watching the game Sunday against Portland. Biggest up since 93. At the Nets at San Antonio, final day of the regular season at home against the Pelicans. And the Pelicans go sack Memphis Knicks at Minnesota. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. But uh, Ingram has been awesome. And he was uh, sensational in the win against the Clippers. That's a big one as well. And I, can't, I, I cannot find a division price, by the way, in the Pacific. Just, just for the record, I can't find one anywhere. Yeah. Yep. In case the Kings really fall on their faces here. Yep. I agree with that move, by the way. Um, I missed it last night because it opened up one and a half or two. I wanted to bet the Pelicans. What? And before I, we got to three and a half, yep. I think, before I could blink. You agree with the move on the Bulls? The Bulls are up oh, to four at home against Atlanta. Atlanta now, what, what is it? I, I texted you. This is incredible. Uh, that, 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 that. Let me get it. Bulls are playing good basketball. Yes, they are. The Atlanta Hawks have been within one game of 500 since January 13th. <laughs> Sad. Right? Even Steven. Yeah? This is crazy. So they're coming off a win, so they figure to lose, and then they'll bounce back with a win. They've been in one, within one game of 500 since, like, January 13th. Mm-hmm. So they, they just they didn't want that. They wanted it, but they horrible performance, and the, the shot selection is so hey, bad for Atlanta. Remember when the Eastern oh. Conference, like, three months ago, was looking like it was going to be the absolute nuts this year before Durant got traded, and we're like, boy, the West stinks. That conference, nobody's any good. Well, now, like the bottom wow. of the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, you can't trust anybody. No. Nobody's any good, right? I, so it's I, I be, might look at Toronto, even though Nurse could be out the door. It's going to be one for, of those top two or three teams. Forget Luka. I'm taking offers on Trey Young. I'm well, open you, for business on well, Trey Young. I don't know how much you're going to get there. I mean, I mean, uh, Luka, you get the... I mean, well, yeah, but... Yeah. There's a huge difference there. It's a Grand Canyon size gap. Like he's playing his own personal game of horse. Yeah. I mean, stupid shots. I would, I would remind people again what happened on Sunday in the NBA. Sure. A, a total chaos. Sure. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, congrats to everyone out there who jumped on UConn early, 60-1. to 1. I saw as high as 80-1 to 1 in the preseason. And, uh, you know, I got off them when they struggled with Marquette. And they had some issues in the uh, conference play and in the Big East tournament as well. But uh, some big tickets out there on UConn to win between 13 and 18 points. That paid 6-1 to one here at Circa. Here's what Mitch was talking about. Overs yesterday in baseball went 13-1-1. One one. Oh, my God. The runs? No, they wouldn't stop. No, it would not. The Red Sox game went over in the third inning. You just and you went in this yesterday saying, oh, I don't on. I don't care, right? Oh. This offense is really good. The pitching stinks yep. nine and a half, and they haven't adjusted yet. They did kind of, but it's still that dude, what was that? Five three in the first? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Plenty of runs yesterday, my God. Tigers gonna win. They were two to one. Beat the Astros in extra innings. The Orioles plus one thirty. They shut out the Rangers. The Giants plus one twenty five. Kopech had nothing. What, nope. he give up four home runs or something? It was a home run derby oh, with the White Sox. The Padres win a walk-off first time in MLB history that you go back-to-back walk-off home runs with the eight and nine hitters, and the Padres get it done. <laughs> Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Watch the show live, vcin.com. Send in tweets. We'll put you on television. It's that easy. I thought it was going to be me. Yesterday in Reno at the Atlantis Mega Bucks hit, for $14 million. That thing was due. It'd been a while, and as I understand it, it was a $10 bet. Yeah, they put 10 bucks into the machine. Is that what it was? That's what I First, hear, yeah. Yeah, I, okay, but unbelievable. And you try to look at it, I see, I see one mega bucks there, I see one symbol there. I've never seen this type of mega bucks uh, uh, machine. When, when my ex hit it, it was the one where you pull the, the reel down, the one arm banded, yep. and it came down. I wasn't there, I was taking a nap. I woke, I woke up to 50 missed calls, and hey, I won I won $17 million, bring some makeup, I might be on television. I said, was this a prank caller? What is this? But that's that's what happened 2012 uh, to me on a Friday afternoon. But congrats to that person that got it done in Atlantis. And uh, there you Jesus. Now, when you said you made a comment there, it was due to pop, because it resets at, what, 10? Yeah. I believe. Been a long time, as that I understand. 14's a good number. Yeah. That's a strong number. Yeah. yeah. Big hit. There you go. Best part is now it's uh, not the casino's money, and it's IGT's money. They can they can live at the hotel and everything's comped because they want them to stay and gamble. They don't have to do a damn thing. All right, another jackpot. This is at Caesars. Robert sent this in. What is that? It's two fifty a push. Delt fours and a kicker. Hundred thousand dollars. Oh, mama. God. Delt. 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 Piece of cake. You don't see that every day. My God. The, the big to high limit section there as well. Is that double double? Uh, I think it's triple triple That's triple double. double. Two thousand up there. Okay. Triple double. Yep. Aces and a kicker pays the same as a Royale with cheese. Love this dog video. Look at this. Every day the guy comes home. Yeah, your wife's not going to do this, right? Look at this. Hey, uh, great to see the owner, huh? Comes up in the step. Give me the high five, huh? Puts the pop. Yeah. And then the hug. Bring it in for the real thing. That's awesome. Look at that. Every day, a little high five, and then the hug. As the owner comes home, look at that. That is awesome. Nothing better, right? You come home every day. The dog is happy to see you when you walk through the door every time. Love that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. 
I was watching the Bulls game Sunday. This is definitely a win some. If, uh, if the opposing player, opposing team misses two free throws in the fourth quarter, free Portillo's hot dog. How about that? For everybody. That's, that a great, that's a great promotion that the Bulls run in Portillo's. That is awesome. Uh, one lose some video. What, they didn't expect this? This is VA outside VA Haas Arena. Like the whole city of San Diego showed up to watch the game last night. What kind of a... <laughs> Get organized. Where's the line? It's all... Where's the line to begin with? And the lady's pointing out it goes over here, then it goes over here. I guess they got caught with their pants down. Did they not open up the arena last I, night? I don't know. What, what is it? this? We weren't expecting anybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look at it. There's no rhyme or reason of the line. Where it stretches oh, and how there's... it goes. It's bananas. Get everyone raising canes while they wait in line. They I mean, have zero structure here. There's no, no order. No. Total chaos. My God. That's sick. Some sick stuff there. And then, of course, they walk in and they get their asses handed to them. But it was a hell of a run. Several bad beats. The Minnesota Wild. Huge win for Vegas. They scored with 30 seconds left and one in a shootout, trying to get the one seed. Tottenham. A lot of goal in the 90th minute against Everton. How did the game's first half stay under last night? 61 and a half. I, there the was, missed layups, it, it the was bunnies. 60 and a half at some spots. Oh. If you had over 60 and a half last night, and I saw plenty of it okay. on my Twitter timeline, I, I don't even know what to tell you. 11 minutes without a field goal? The miss over? They started 0 5 on layups? Yeah. The Aztecs? Yeah. You got to be Incredible. kidding me. Incredible. Right. And a bad push in the Rays game. Total was 8 4 0 in the 7th, 4 1 in the 8th. And uh, that fell uh, 8 as well. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails. Advice, data, strategy, only $9.99. Oh, Wes Reynolds, great job with the Masters betting guide. It's phenomenal. Get picks from Wes, breakdown of every golfer in the field. Sign up today. Full access to the NFL Draft. $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, correction from earlier, by the way, talking about the national title game when I said it was uh, yet again another non-West Coast. I said 94 UCLA. Wrong. 97 Arizona. 97 Arizona. Thank you yes. for correcting me on that. They went through three number one yep. seeds that okay. year. Yep. I also like the tweet the guy sent in. He did the Costanza. I will do the opposite. He's taking the dogs on the money line tonight in the NBA. $100 pays $1.8 million. <laughs> Get that. <laughs> Mega bucks for him. Huh? That'd be something. We are. How many upsets tonight happen? We won't see one. We're not going to see one oh, upset. It's a perfect storm, my oh friend. Oh, my God, Paul. Perfect storm, my friend. Okay. You got teams that need it against teams that, that are... That means nothing. I know, but that are sitting everybody, and the coaches can just point out, did you see what happened with Portland? Huh? Did you see what happened Sunday, guys? Get organized. Don't screw around. Go out, win, take care of business. Let's blow them out, relax in the fourth quarter. The game I would stay away from is Denver if they sit Joker. Although Murray had some good comments about, I'm sick and tired of hearing about this team is trash without him. And how many of these games? Golden State. I, how many of these games tonight? Uh, double. Di- I think we have seven games that are double digits or around that number anyway. Yes. How many are games with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter? Tight. Maybe a tie game. Maybe the dog has the lead. Where it's like, uh oh, uh, this is a sweat. I did Ooh. not anticipate this. I have one. I'll give you one. You know, it might go higher than that, too. There's no telling where this Laker line goes to, and maybe uh, the Warriors could get up there as well. What, 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 if, uh, what if the Mavs come out t- today? They play tomorrow. What if they come out today? Maybe there's another sh- Shams tweet. Yeah, we're sitting people. Suddenly, OKC's like, okay, no SGA. <laughs> you know, then the Warriors shoot up to 10 or 11. But that's... Well, there's also this. If the Kings don't win that game tomorrow, because I think they lose the game tonight against the Pelicans... Right, and then the Sacramento goes to Dallas tomorrow. Yes, and if Dallas you know, sits goes, everybody and they yeah. can't win that game, oh, mama. Yeah. But again, as I said earlier, I don't... I like Mike Brown calling him out, though, and saying, where's the fire? Come on, guys, what, what's going on here? And they've been on cruise control for about the last week now. Because remember, they got, the, they got the two gimmies against Portland as they're sitting everybody, which uh, they won by 40 and then... That was a tight game in the fourth quarter in the Friday night game until they pulled yeah. away. So, As I said earlier today in the show, though, if I'm the Phoenix Suns, this is me personally speaking, it's a no-brainer. I would much rather see the Clippers in the 4-5 than the Warriors in the 
I would want, I would take the Clippers every day of the week over the Warriors. Get the Warriors in the four or five. And, and, well, what if you don't, though? Yeah. So this is wild how they can kind of dictate who they play. Actually, because they play then, the Lakers Friday and they play the Clippers Sunday. Yeah. Uh, well, then, see, but, that's where you'd have to navigate it, though, right? Because yeah. if, if the Warriors land the five, then you actually do want to be the three because yeah. you want to avoid them, in my opinion. But, but then again, the Lakers are hot. Lakers are one of the best teams in the league, as far as I'm concerned. And you could still go out and try to win Friday. They're on a back-to-back, too. Thursday, they're at home against Denver. Who knows how Denver treats it? Sure. Then you got to play the Lakers at home, and that's Lakers probably need it in the worst way. But that's after all this about right. Can the Lakers get in? Can they? they if they went out to the five and he sees Durant in the first round, <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh my God! I mean. They were absolutely, in my opinion, and we talked about this on the air, I don't even have to go back and look at when this bet was made to buy low on the Lakers when you thought they were going to make some moves. They still had Westbrook. They were like the 13 seed. They got rid of the vampire. They did. Enormous. And we're like, so, this is before then, though. We're like, this something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And they were 47 to 1 to win the West. I'm like, I, I have to take a well, slice of that. Well, hold on now. We knew there were going to be trades, but I didn't think they'd we make know, out like we they didn't did. know what they were going Palenka to be. Palenka did a great job. Yeah, and it was to also get Vanderbilt and, and now this and was beat. pre-LeBron injury. He's yes, playing well, right. but this was also like AD did get banged up, so it's like okay. Well, here's the thing though: like no one's no one's still buying it. Some people, excuse me, some people still aren't buying it because they're like, well, eventually one of them is going to get hurt. You're not going to go no. series, 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 and but the AD is just a man possessed right now. Again, just stay healthy. Ooh. Sure. If he stays healthy, they can beat anybody. Wes Reynolds uh, is going to join the program coming up next. Yet another great golf mind here on VSIN. What are his best recommendations at current prices for the Masters? Find out coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Heavy Masters show today, rightfully so. Humans on the show earlier. Jeff Davis from Circus Sports on the show uh, in the previous hour. And now, uh, one of the very best there is. Wes Reynolds does a great job with Matt Humans. Weeknights at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific on VSIN tonight, right here on this very network. Wes, it's good to talk to you today, man. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing really well. What's, good, the, mo- what, what's the most important thing to you? entering this week when it comes to handicapping the tournament and guys that you want to bet? Yeah, uh, when you're looking at it, this this is a tournament. It's not like the normal PGA Tour event. If people read my columns every week up at VEASAN.com, it's not like the normal modeling tournament necessarily where you're modeling stats. Yeah, you do a little bit of that. You look at strokes gain approach. You look at three-putt avoidance. By the way, this is the highest three-putt rate on tour, about 4.5% when you compare them to other events, because these greens are just so slick, these bent grass greens, they can roll up as high as like 14 on the stint meter, so they're lightning fast. But with the rain this week, it may slow them down, so it may kind of equalize the field in that regard. So I, I look at various stats. I obviously look at recent form, and I look a lot at course form. And guys are going to have different degrees of course form here, but this is the most predictive event on the PGA Tour that these guys play all year simply because what I mean is the guys that play well always play well. Like when you look at guys that are always in the top 20 or guys that are always in the top 10, and that's why I put that in the player profiles, the Masters A to Z in the betting guide because I think it gives you an idea of what certain guys' ceilings are here. Certain guys' ceilings are like top 10s, top 20s, top 40 markets or just making to miss the cut, and then certain guys' ceilings are obviously being right there to win the thing. Tell us a couple plays you made, and uh, to start, why, why a little Finau, and why a little Morikawa? Yeah, Tony Finau, uh, who I got at about 29-1, to 1, and he's in the 25 range, I think, in the market right now. He's been close a lot in majors. He's got a top five, actually, in all four majors and 10 top 10s in the 26 total that he's played. The difference between those majors and obviously the ones he's going to start to play now is he's got more confidence and he actually has some win equity 
This is a guy that's actually won three times on the PGA Tour since he played that last major at the Open Championship in St. Andrews last summer. Third uh, for strokes gained approach. That's the iron play this season. Fifth tee to green. It's just putting it all together. And the putting's been a little bit better lately. And that's always kind of the thing with Fee now. He does like one or two things really well. And then he's shaky in another area. But I think he's just been consistent really in all areas this year. How are you approaching this week with Jordan Spieth? Uh, he's basically right around the fourth guy on the odds board. Um, did you bet him in the outrights? And then what's like a fair number, in your opinion, for him to finish at a top five, top ten? Yeah, I did bet him uh, when he reached 21-1 to 1 there at Cirque, and I think he's like 16-18. to 18. You might be able to find a 20 out there. Look, he's already had a couple looks at victory this year. Uh, Phoenix, he was in six, but Scotty Scheffler was well the man to beat in that event. But he was right there at Bay Hill in the mix with those cavalcade of players where Kurt Kitayama eventually won with that great putt at 17. And he probably should have won the Valspar at Tampa, but hit one in the water on 16, and that really took him out. And he also probably, if you really want to look at Masters history, he should have about three green jackets instead of the one that he got in 2015. Remember Danny Willett? Stole one from him there at the end. Uh, and he's a guy that just knows how to play here. He's second in the field for strokes gained around the green behind his best friend, Justin Thomas, who I did bet once he crossed that 25 to 1 threshold. Uh, you know, even though he's never really been in the hunt on Sunday yet, he's got Bones McKay on the bag. And Bones won three of these with Phil Mickelson, by the way. But to your question about Speeth, in terms of like top 10 market, you're probably looking anywhere from like, 175 to like two dollars i think would be a fair price okay fair enough follow the money here on vsin the sports betting network wes reynolds is our guest host vsin tonight nine eastern six pacific with matt humans right here on the vegas stats and information network uh some of the other angles to look at as well like top lefty how did you approach that market what about top amateur and uh, other stuff that you like to bet for this for this event yeah, this is always fun because you get more of a menu in terms of what props and whatnot are going to be offered that maybe aren't going to be offered on a week-to-week basis in golf. Uh, top left-hander, I did play Brian Harmon, and it's the chalky play. I played, I think I think I got plus 160. Mm. If you remember a couple years ago, he's actually second heading into the weekend, ended up finishing top 12 before he missed the cut on the number in last year's Masters. But if you look at the top lefty market, Brian Harmon's in there with Phil, with Bubba, and with Mike Weir. Mike Weir's not even competitive right now on PGA Tour Champions. Phil and Bubba, Phil was well down there last week in Orlando. I was just looking at that leaderboard, kind of somewhat following that live then down in Orange National. And Phil was down there in like the bottom four or five with Sergio Garcia and Siwon Kim. So these guys haven't been competitive, and Brian Harmon has. So I played him for top lefty. Any other props you want to share? Uh, one uh, low amateur, and I got about plus 190. Now you can get like 160, 165 in the market. Gordon Sargent, who I'm also going to bet to make the cut and bet on a top 40 prop. He's 19 years old. He is the reigning NCAA individual uh, champion, and he's a junior at Vanderbilt, and he currently is the number one world-ranked amateur in the world. So Gordon Sargent is one I think that you can look at, and also low South American, and I'm also going to bet him for a low debutante, and that's Mito Pereira, uh, who basically is going against uh, Joaquin Neiman, his fellow Chilean in the market. And I know Mito, by the way, This is going to be his first Masters. Joaquin Neiman is in his fourth Masters. Now, Neiman's best finish, I think, was like a T-35. But if you just look on the live, Mito Pereira has actually been really competitive. And he actually modeled, uh, I'll give credit to uh, Rick Gaiman at Rick Rungood, who does like the model. And he includes some of the live statistics as well and some of the DP World Tour statistics as as well as the PGA Tour. And... Pereira has been, you know, top five, top 10 in some of these live events, and he's just playing better than Joaquin Neiman. So Mito Pereira is somebody I think you could look at at low debutant as well at six to one. The other guy I kind of like there is Adrian Moronk, the man from Poland who really hits it huge off the tee. And I think you have to be long here at 75, 45. And plus the fact that you're going to get cooler air on the weekend because it's it's supposed to rain if you're right. looking at the initial forecast and you know with cooler air 
you got to hit it longer because because it's harder to gain distance in the cooler air. So I think Adrian Moronk is going to be one that's going to be able to do that. Matt said earlier it's hard to to pin down like when, when it's supposed to rain and what. But does that change your approach, or will it change your approach moving forward if it rains every day? And you're looking at matchups and tee times. Yeah, I think certainly, Paulie, it has to. Uh, Thursday looks pretty clean as of right now. It can obviously change, but. Friday, Saturday, and a little bit of Sunday, I think we are going to get weather delays, and there is a very good likelihood that we get a Monday finish here oh. at the at the Masters, which, uh, you know, I don't mind having Masters finish on, on the weekday necessarily. I think uh, that, makes it, that makes it even more interesting, but it does make it harder to handicap in terms of if there's going to be kind of a draw bias, not even with the rain but with the wind. And we always see that for the okay. open championship in the summer. You know, you, you can have a guy play really well and has great stats, but he's on the wrong side of the draw. And that's what you get concerned with here. Yep. Hey, Wes, uh, did you find any value at all in anything involving Tiger Woods? Or did you just pass on that because we have too many other markets to really concentrate on? Thus far, Mitch, I've really passed on Tiger. Look, if you ask me, and I've had a couple uh, outside uh, radio interviews that I've done in the last couple of days, and I'm like, well, yeah, I think he's probably going to make the cut because he's done it 23 out of 24 times. But I also look when I'm when I was doing the profiles of all these guys, these players for the betting guide. Tiger Woods is 47 years old. It doesn't seem like he is. You know, he seems almost younger than that to us. Uh, but I, I just. I wonder what his fitness is going to be walking around here for four days because this is not an easy course just to get around, just to walk, period. This is hilly, a lot of uneven lies. It's 7,500 yards, and especially if the weather gets a little bit nasty, you know, that's going to wear on you. It's going to wear on you physically, and it's going to wear on you mentally. Like, I I would say, yes, he's going to make the cut, but I can't bet it at this point at, like, minus 175. 185 or anything like that so he's probably a good pass altogether for me yeah that's totally fair you can follow Wes mm-hmm. on twitter he's at Wes reynolds one and catch his show it's awesome with matt humans weeknights at nine eastern six pacific it's called v sin tonight thanks Wes. kill it this week thank you guys appreciate it yeah great job be good there you go he's awesome his write-ups the guide vsin.com every week for the for this uh the pga events and beyond pga he's uh very very thorough and knows what he's talking about. What do you think of a Monday finish? I don't mind that, if we're on the air talking about it. How often do we get live sporting events? World Cup? What else? WBC? Not often, I'll take it. All right. Yeah. Paulie's going nuts today with the betting board. (laughs) Yeah, you have more plays maybe than ever before. (laughs) We'll run down in pocket plays coming up here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right, easy winner yesterday with the Red Sox game over. 4-0 to the over on the season. It was 9.5. The game went over in the top of the third. Going to keep riding this streak. With the new plays, and there's a plethora of them today. But Red Sox, Pirates over, nine, Contreras against Pavetta. I believe we're watching something special this year with this Boston team as they can mash and uh, the pitching, yeah, not so much. Doing this with cold weather, mind you, with these high-scoring games. And overs yesterday, 13-1-1 in baseball. Cardinals, Braves over nine. Should have had Atlanta yesterday. But I think St. Louis could be a little bit like Boston as well with their lineup and lack of pitching. Morikawa to win the Masters, 25-1. to 1. Huge game on ice. Edmonton in Los Angeles. I like the Oilers laying $1.20. Now, they just had great goaltending in the last game when they beat the Kings at home, but Edmonton has won 9 of 10. And the only loss was when they blew that game at home against Vegas. 4-3. Then they responded, came out here a couple days later and beat them 7-4. to four. So I like the Oilers tonight. Pelicans money line, minus 160 against the Kings. Numbers get a little carried away here. I think open one and a half, and uh, now we're seeing fours. Uh, Pelicans money line and added, this is fun, right? Day, we got Premier League action today and tomorrow. The releg- Have you looked at the relegation battle? Is this crazy or what? It's been a minute. Yep, and uh, Leicester City. Needs a big one tonight. They are an action. But I like Man U tomorrow against Brentford. $1.50 range. I think they respond after getting shut out uh, against Newcastle. And I think Man U will take care of uh, Brentford tomorrow. All right, so you have a loaded card today. Yes, I do. I wish you the best of luck. All right, thanks. Uh, winner yesterday with uh, the Royals at home plus 115 against the Blue Jays. That was a uh, pure fade of Jose Barrios. And I shall continue to do that in his upcoming starts. Today, Major League Baseball, I've added one play. It was last night overnight. I bet the Twins plus 130 with uh, Quinta Maeda going for Minnesota against Sandy Alcantara. Marlins are rough offensively to begin this season. And the Twins have been showing a lot of pop lately. I will take that plus price on the Twins. I also bet reverse run line for what it's worth. at I think plus 220, plus 210 in that neighborhood as well some of the penny bets that i have stroud plus 550 number one overall pick we'll see how that goes coming up I have about three weeks to digest that uh raise most wins in march and april 14 to 1 let's go need another one today boys come, come on. on let's go this is fun you got it and also uh, i do have the kings to win the pacific in the nba plus 165 uh, i'm with you tonight though i think the pelicans win the game that's well, it you're going against cool tonight too with your raise so yeah. hopefully the Rays keep it going uh, you can find these picks, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, all their master's picks, every pick from every host and every guest, vcin.com slash picks. This is from uh, Martin Bands on Twitter. Monday master's finish works for a lot of us that have Monday off because Easter holiday is on that Sunday. Sunday is tricky because it is Easter. It is the finish to the master's in theory. And it's also the last day of the NBA where you have all these games starting at, what, 1 Eastern and 3.30? How about Eastern? That? How are you going to navigate that? We're probably going to catch a break where only two games mean something, and it's just for seeding. But, but still, you're going full. Everyone plays. 
Last day of the regular season, same day as the final day, it could be final day of the Masters. I don't see this changing anytime soon either because of this uh, play-in tournament that uh-huh. uh, Silver finally pushed through because they're going to need to play those games early in the week to set up the weekend start for the playoffs. Right, because they always right. want to start Saturday. That's the People love right. that, those quadruple headers oh, it's Saturday awesome. and Sunday. It is fun. It's also, as long as they keep that, they're going to have to keep doing this play-in yep. right away Yeah. once the regular season is over with. So I don't see this really like changing anytime soon. So... Uh, last night, college basketball, UConn took it down. Actually, uh, they were 100-1 at some spots, the way it looks oh. uh, like a year ago now. When the season ended? Like last oh, year, yeah. Wow. We'll have Jim Rudon from the three-man yep. weave tomorrow because like, he started to add teams at this point last year, and his portfolio was phenomenal. I think he had, what, six of the sweet 16 teams that were left, but then a lot of them were upset. But he had massive numbers, and he had like San Diego State 125 to one. That's great. And we'll ask about, about trying to like navigate the uh, tricky waters that are now the transfer portal to see if anything sticks out like down the list. What like would he bet Florida Atlantic now with the number compared to what they were last year? Um, I, was it Goodman has him top ten, top five, top five for next year? Could return everybody. Uh, makes sense, right? They were a, a total blitzkrieg though with UConn. Boy, that that was too easy for that team. What I mean, a run. They smoked yeah. every team in their way. Yeah. I love the Jeff Fogle tweet. You add seven points to the spread, they still go 6-0 and ATS in every game. How about when the Aztecs were making their comeback last night, and they cut it, what, to uh, six points, late second half, and the kids go into the free throw line. At this point, I think it was, they cut it to five. Uh, I believe it was an eight-point deficit at this point, shooting a one. He misses the free throw. You got to hit those free throws to be in the game, man, and they couldn't. At that point, it was just, they, I think they scored eight or nine points in the final nine minutes of the game. God, they are frustrating to watch. Yeah. I think. How get, did they get this far? Uh, I don't. It happens every game. Uh, but it's. Florida Atlantic would have been a better I game know. last night. God. They just, Up I, 14 and they blow it. I know. That yeah. would have been great. But no one was uh, taking down this juggernaut, which, you know, was incredible. They didn't have to face the big boys or the big seats when you think about it. Certainly an impressive run. But after you take out St. Mary's in the second round, you, know, you, you don't see Kansas. You get Arkansas. You don't see UCLA. You get Gonzaga. You don't see Houston or Texas. Yeah. You get Miami. Yeah, how, I, how, it, how it fell for them. Right. And I know Miami was playing great basketball, but I wonder how the game in the Final Four would have gone if it was UConn and Texas. Because Texas, again, they were one of those teams that pre-tournament qualified as uh, top 20 Ken Palm numbers, offensive and defensive efficiency. So that's what it takes. Again, that's the, that's the, it goes back, Ken Palm's been doing this since I think 2002. Like every year but two, the year that Baylor won it during the COVID year, the team was top 20 in offense and defense. And then that UConn team in 2020, 2014 was the true outlier because they were not a good basketball team, but they won the whole thing. And then Baylor would have been had they not gone through some of those COVID issues. So basically, there were five teams before the tournament that, per his numbers, were going to win it. UConn was one of them. So it just, it, it doesn't, it really never misses. Isn't that something else? Yeah. And the fact that they have five titles in Stores, Connecticut, and what Calhoun did there. Tiny Stores, Connecticut. Five titles now for UConn. Yeah. Ooh, but how about, how about the last three championships? They beat a five seed, an eight seed, and an eight seed in the title game. That's that is something. Uh, yeah, right? I, think, I think that we can uh, retire the word blue bloods moving forward. Yeah, if I never hear that word yeah. ever again, I'll be happy. Hockey playoffs around the corner, and whether you're rooting for your team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can place a five dollar pregame money line bet, get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets if your team wins. Join the action now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with code Veasan. It's that easy. Code Veasan. Uh, Canadians in action tonight. They've been on a great run with the first period over. They're taking on Detroit. they got the big game in Los Angeles with the Oilers. And Vegas on a back-to-back. They take on Nashville. Nashville's also on a back-to-back. They went to uh, Dallas and got punked last night. There's Gold- a couple games stick out where you should see a ton of goals. Golden Knights are going to win this division. You think so? I mean, they have what, Tough a h- schedule. 103 but, points. Uh, yeah, find a way to... I mean, they just... Remember, isn't that funny? They, I think they came into the league and they lost 11 of their first 15 games against the Wild. Now they can't lose against them. Yep. And they just swept them. Did anybody see that coming, by the way? The sweep here? Two games in a row? 
And now they're favored tonight on the road against the Predators. Forget the division. They can get the one seed. Yeah, very much so in play. They have the game tonight. Thursday, they have Los Angeles at home. And then they have a home-and-home home against Seattle. I think there's another game in there I'm missing. but It's a huge card tonight. Gigantic. Yeah. You like the uh, Oilers to keep this going. Oh, they're on fire. They've been a machine. Playing great hockey. Scoring a ton of goals. Yeah. Kings are a good story, too. But I'm going to trust Edmonton. Oilers are behind them right now in the standings. Yes. Kings have 100 points. What a race. Oilers have 99. Yeah. And the race for the final playoff spots, too. Penguins are in New Jersey. Florida's at home against Buffalo. And who are the... Oh, God, the Flames are $4. Well, we have, a couple, we have a couple of $4 favorites tonight. Yeah. Maple Leafs also in that let me, range. Let me... Who blows, the, who blows the bridge jumper money line parlay in the NBA? Give me a team. You got, what, seven teams that are laying nine points or more. Oh, my God. Nothing today. Raptors? <laughs> Going down 14 and a half point, huh? All heat, right. Heat? Heat laying a big number? I can't figure that team out at all. Nobody can. Boy, are they... <laughs> we, one team's going to get it tonight. Not tonight, my friend. If you Not miss tonight. any of the show, you can go back and listen on your own time. All you have to do is search Follow the Money. Catch it at Apple, Spotify, Citri, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. Best of luck betting tonight. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.